Welcome back to Conti Forum, Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. Game two, Hockey East quarterfinals. Merrimack at Boston College. The Eagles lead the series one game to none. We are tied 2-2 two to two is our score at the end of the second period. I am Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Tonight's second intermission is brought to you, as it always is, by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. We are joined now by Mike McMahon from the MacReport.com, also from College Hockey News and the Eagle Tribune. Well, Mike, no scoring, much like last night, and then all of a sudden the final eight minutes, really the final five minutes of that uh, second period, awful lot of action. There was action before that too, but uh, uh, three goals in the final five minutes, two for Merrimack in the final uh, uh, four and a half, as it were. He raced a 2 nothing deficit, and you could see that sense of desperation playing with it, and Helped them, I think, to get a power play as well. They cashed in finally for the first time in six games. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing, like I said, is desperation. They were finally playing desperate. And it's not that they weren't last night, but uh, when your back's against the wall, I think it kind of ramps up that desperation a little bit. And when you're down 2-0 in an elimination game, it ramps it up even more. Uh, so they, they were playing desperate, and, and I think uh, that resulted in some some chances around the net, just outworking BC around the net, especially on the first goal. Uh, and they've continued to outplay them. I mean, you look at the shots now, 22-13 to 13 through two periods in this game, so what's that, 59-26, to 26, Merrimack shot edge in the five periods they've played so far. Uh, I mean, they just continue to get more and more chances. Uh, I don't know what the shot attempts are in this game, although I, I reason I believe they're closer probably than 22 to 13 yeah, would suggest. But uh, still, I mean, they've, they've outshot a team almost by triple uh, in, in five periods, the number one seed in the tournament. So uh, I don't think you can be upset with how they've played the first five periods of this of this playoff series. It was shaping up like, you know, they you were going to go back and look at a lot of those chances they had earlier in the game before they finally got on the board. It had a lot of chances, pucks rolling just wide. It almost seemed like, gosh, what do you have to do to you know to get a puck in the net here? But then uh, I don't know if it was the first one that that BC scored or the second one even maybe you know that ramped it, ramped it up a little bit more. But like you said, that there was that sense of desperation. It, it, it certainly seemed, and you know, they were, I know they wanted to get traffic to the front of the net, and they were finally able to do that on those two goals. Well, and that's what I said to somebody next to me down the other end of the press box. I said, well, they finally got one, and, and sometimes that opens the floodgates a little yeah. bit. So. Uh, we'll see. You said that we had Pat Kramer on between periods. He said the same thing last week that happened against Herrnberg yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean that's you see that a lot, especially when somebody's in a shutout streak or has, uh, especially if it's with one team. You know, you get that first goal, and with Merrimack too, it's not like they're getting outplayed. You know, it's not like they were shut out and they're they're getting outshot by a ton. They've had plenty of chances. They just weren't able to beat them. So now that you finally get that first goal past uh, Joe Wall, who had made whatever it was twenty or fifty uh, something saves in a row, uh, you, you get that first one, and it can it can open the floodgates a little bit. You know, he gets a little shaky. Your confidence gets boosted up a little bit. and uh, to, to get one so quickly, too, I think was big. Right after that second goal, I mean, they obviously needed the next one at that point. Uh, but to get it 19 seconds after they took the lead was, was huge. Because then it's a two-goal deficit, but it's a two-goal deficit for 19 seconds. You know, they, they never really get themselves taken out of the game. Mentally, you're still in the game. It's a one-goal game still. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. I mean, we are now five periods into this series. Merrimack's outplayed them every single period in the series. And it almost feels like, you know, when you saw those two goals go in, BC got the two goals especially the second one off the turnover by Dudek. Pantano makes a great save on the first shot, and then, you know, he's just uh, dead to rights there, and there's nothing he could do on the rebound. But you figure, you know, at that point, you're like, okay, 
No, no goals through five periods here. Uh, we've seen shot after shot roll just wide or whatever happens, and it just seems like, okay, well, you know, that's the way it's going to be. But then all of a sudden, they pop these two in here, and it's like anything's possible. Well, and it's been that issue for, you know, all year. It's goal scoring. It's been hot or cold. We were talking about it even earlier in the year. They'd score four, they'd scored one. You know, there was nothing in between. So, so now what two? That means they're they're on their way to four, right? They've got to be. Yeah, that's, that's been the trend. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's I think that's part of it. And you, you get a team that gets snake bitten a little bit, and it can be hard to just mentally push through that. Which is why getting the first one was obviously big. It cuts the deficit, but it also proves to your entire bench, okay, we can beat this guy. And then to, and then to get the tying goal, I mean, coaches say it all the time, right? Goals in the last minute of a period can be can be a killer. And, and they get one there with 26 seconds left. I mean, that we'll we'll see if they can carry that into the third period. A lot of parallels, Mike, you can draw with that Lowell series. Hernberg was uh, shutting them out for a, a good period, and uh, you know, like you said, the floodgates open. You can draw some parallels. Yeah, and, and the thing is, we, we, they had the power play goal too. But I mean, it really that hasn't been a reason why they've had success the last couple of weeks. They, they didn't get a power play goal at all against Lowell, and they were still it's been six games. Yeah. Six games since they've scored a power play goal. Yeah, so I mean, it's back to I think it was the UNH game prior to this. So uh, to get that going a little bit too, I mean, we'll see what this does for confidence because it can just boost yourselves. To, you know, you can beat the guy. You got a bench of, of an entire team that knows you can beat the guy, uh, but also to get that power play goal too. If you're able to get a chance here on the power play in the third, I mean, they've been as you would expect, as you would hope in a playoff series. Uh, it's been pretty stingy from a penalty standpoint, uh, but if they are able to get a, a power play here in the third, now you see too. What does that do from a confidence standpoint for that group? Because they they finally get one. They they get off. Uh, they they finally break that streak of a, almost a month here without a power play. I think a t- an intangible here that we could see, and I was thinking about it before the game because of the fact that uh, you know this is an elimination game for Merrimack. Now they know if they lose, they go home. Whereas for BC, they would play at least one more game, which would be tomorrow. But uh, the difference in terms of uh, experience on these two clubs is really is striking. Boston College has the only senior they have is a transfer senior, Kevin Lohan, who's, who's playing for them, and uh, you know certainly not one of their key players, but still, you know that's the only senior that they have. Whereas for Merrimack, you know, up and down the lineup, you know, they've got guys, you know, Sini, Hennig, uh, you know, Tibbet, right, Titcomb, Colquist, you know, the Biega, these guys that have been there for quite some time and guys who have, uh, uh, you know, they're looking at it now, 20 minutes. They, they could be done in 20 minutes. And, and so I think we're going to see here, does that experience uh, make a difference in the third period and overtime if there is an overtime? I think it's hard. I mean, they say it all the time. It's hard to end a team season. I think it's especially hard to end a team season when they're loaded with seniors uh, because you've got a whole group of guys that know this could be it. And for some of these guys, I mean, let's face it, some of these guys are going to move on and play pro hockey. There's others that if they lose tonight, this is the last hockey game they're ever going to play, at least from an organized perspective. Uh, so I think it's it's going to be especially hard to, to get this team out. It's a close game. Uh, you know, I think if it's a 2 nothing game going into the third, it's a little bit different. You know, it's, it's going to be hard to... You're going to be desperate, but it's going to be hard to, to chip away and get 2-2 20 minutes when you were, uh, at that point, if it was still 2 nothing, unable to get anything for the first 100. <laughs> uh, but, you know, here it is. It's a tie game, and uh, we saw how well Merrimack played in a tie game in the two overtimes last week against Lowell, and I think it's just it's the same thing. It's experience. I mean, teams that win conference championships and, and national championships at this time of year, generally speaking, they don't return a lot, and that's because they've got a lot of seniors. So, uh, we'll see if that, if that pays off for Merrimack. Here. You know, we didn't expect coming into the game tonight that it was going to be the type of like, almost one-sided uh, domination that they had last night. But still, I think that they, for folks who thought, okay, BC, uh, you know, it was going to take them a game to 
get their legs back or whatever it was after having been off a week. Looking at what happened again tonight, I would say they Merrimack more than uh, acquitted themselves, gave them a pretty good account that they came out and did have so far at least through 40 minutes have done many of the same things that they were able to do successfully last night. Yeah, I don't see how you're upset with this. I mean, honestly, if you're a Merrimack fan, I don't see how you look at the series, even last night, and say, you know, they played poorly. <laughs> you know, they, they, they laid it out. I mean, they, they played they played as about as well as they could play last night, and for a team, especially for a team that just couldn't score a goal. I mean, that's what it came down to. You just couldn't score a goal. Uh, and then tonight, too, you know, they're continuing to take the play to BC. I think they had, what, three or four shots in the first minute, the first shift of the game. I mean, that kind of set the tone, and, and from there, they've just continued to, to outplay them, and uh, we'll see if they, they finally get a win that they probably deserved last night. Yeah, they haven't had a, a lead yet in the series, so we'll see see if they're able to get it in the third period. Thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks. All right, that's Mike McMahon from the MacReport.com, the Eagle Tribune, and also from College Hockey News. The score at the end of two periods, Merrimack 2, Boston College 2. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.